Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative in Redondo Beach. I would like someone to call me up and let me know when the inauguration is. I'm very curious to know if it's on Wednesday. Is it? Does anybody know? Is the inauguration on Wednesday? I'm wondering if we're going to inaugurate our president during that void course, Gemini Moon, when President Bush is going to say his vows so we can check to see if we have a Mercury retrograde and the void course moon for the presidency, which really is not good. (laughs) But anyway... Of course, they don't run this country by astrology, do they? Well, maybe 200 years ago, but not now. Anyway, today we're going to take a look at long transits. Uh, today's topic is called Long Transits and Construction of Life. So a lot of us actually, when we look in our charts, we are aware or maybe we are not aware uh, that, uh, uh, frankly, occurrences go on in our lives that take a long time to make to finish up. And those occurrences usually are propelled, are inspired, are catalyzed by the outer planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Actually, it only takes the sun a whole year to go around, actually it takes the, the, the Earth one year to go around the sun. So from our point of view, the sun will fall into 12 signs during that year. And frankly, from our point of view, it takes the moon only 28 days to go through all same 12 of those signs. And Mercury and Venus take about a year, and then Mars will take up to two years. And then when we start getting to the outer planets, they are much farther away from the Earth and the Sun, so it takes them a much longer time to go around all 12 signs. So actually, astrological effects from the outer planets can be much more intense or subtle or actually revolutionary or revelatory. Let's take a look at exactly how long the period is for these outer planets as far as their effect on Earth, as far as we're concerned. takes Jupiter 12 years to go around the whole 12 signs from our point of view. The same 12 signs, it takes the Sun only one year to course and the Moon 28 days. Heavy, huh? Meanwhile, while Jupiter's hanging out in one sign for the average of one year, we get farther out to Saturn, much farther out, gosh, another billion miles or so, and Saturn takes two and a half years to go through one sign and 28 to 30 years to go through all 12. Pretty awesome, huh? (laughs) Actually, the further out we go, the more intense it gets, because Uranus will hang out in one sign for seven years, and actually take an entire 84-year trip to go through all 12 signs of the zodiac. Neptune can hang in one sign, the same sign that the moon zips through in two and a half days. Neptune will stay for 10 to 16 years. Now, obviously, if you're having a transit from Neptune, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be going through some kind of major effect here, and it's gonna be really noticeable after a 10-year period. Just ask any Sagittarius how they feel. After Saturn and Uranus and Neptune just went through their sign the last 7 to 16 years, and the most affected signs from that recent effect of Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, of course, would be the signs that stress Sagittarius. If you are a Pisces, Virgo, or Gemini, or you have Pisces, Virgo, or Gemini planets in your chart, 
you would be well aware of the life construction that went on in your life during the seven-year effect of Uranus in Sag, 12-year effect of Neptune in Sag, and the two-and-a-half-year effect of Saturn in Sag. So, whew, thank God I have no Pisces or Virgo in my chart, but I have a little planet at 29 Gemini, and I got zapped real good. <laughs> my Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune all together, they really toasted my buns during that transit for sure. And, <laughs> yeah, they're still a little warm and, and hurting from that one. And actually, as we get farther out to Pluto, now see, a lot of people think Pluto is the farthest out planet. Well, it's not. Pluto's orbit and Neptune's orbit actually cross each other, and they take turns being farther out. When I went through school, Pluto was the farthest out planet. Now, they're teaching the kids Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Pluto, Neptune. I don't know if you knew that or not, but Pluto is now closer to the Earth than Neptune. Neptune is further away. So they both take about 10 to 16 years to get through one sign and almost 120 years or so to go through the whole zodiac. So obviously, we are subjected to some incredible effects by these outer planets. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Jupiter hanging out in one sign for one year. Saturn in one sign for two and a half years. Uranus in one single sign for seven. Neptune and Pluto for up to 10 to 12 or 16 years each. So very, very intense. Now, when you're taking a look at your chart, you must remember a couple of basics when we talk about astrology and metaphysics. Number one, everything is perfect. Everything happens for a reason. So there's no such thing as anything being negative. You know, you look at your chart and you go, oh my God, I got Gemini rising, a Virgo, Moon, Sun, and Pisces, Mars, and Aquarius and Venus and Capricorn, I'm history here, I'm going to die, I'm going berserk here. You know, you get, that's not the way it is. You know, your chart is there for a reason, and your chart is perfect, because that's what you need in order to be who and what you are, and in order for you to grow. So, that's number one, you must understand. Number two, there's nothing negative in astrology or metaphysics, because what we are doing is we are beings that are going through a schooling here on Earth in this lifetime. We are being educated, and we are evolving along the way if we're smart. If we're not so smart, then the evolution we would experience would not be as powerful or as intense as it is meant to be. So considering those points that the universe is perfect and that there is nothing negative in astrology and that we do go through experiences for a reason should help you quite a bit, which means that everyone goes through long transits. It's not just you. If you live to be 20 or 30, then you are going to go through a Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto transit that's going to be quite intense and quite reconstructive as far as that goes. Now, what we're going to focus on today is we're going to focus on the effect of each and every one of these planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and the particular life construction that goes on during these long transits so you can try to pinpoint and focus exactly how it will affect your life in case you are aware of a particular effect that is going on. Now, people that would most relate to this topic, like I say, would be people that either have mutable planets in their chart, the ones that were just affected the last 7 to 12 years, which is the Sag, Virgo, Pisces, Gemini category, are those of you that have cardinal planets in your chart, which take up most of the people born in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, which would be people that have Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn planets in their chart, because with Saturn and Uranus and Neptune all in Capricorn right now, along with Venus, frankly, the Aries and the Libras and the Cancers can really feel the effect of these planets. 
Now let's take a look first of all at Jupiter. Now Jupiter is in Taurus. It's headed for Gemini. And Jupiter has already done its deed as far as affecting a lot of the fixed people. So the rest of the group, the Leo, the Aquarius, the Taurus, and the Scorpio people, have already been affected by Jupiter in this last year in Taurus. Jupiter's headed for Gemini. And Jupiter does one of two things. If it trines planets in your chart, and if it sextiles planets in your chart, it's going to bring you stuff. It's going to bring you abundance. Remember, Jupiter trines, which mean that if you have a common element in your chart that is being trined by Jupiter in a transit, like right now Jupiter's in Taurus, 26 degrees, for example, hypothetically. So if you have Virgo or Capricorn planets late in a common Earth, because Taurus is Earth, Capricorn and Virgo are also Earth, you are picking up Jupiter trines, and you should be being delivered abundance from that effect of Jupiter. Now, Jupiter, because it is so expansive, always brings usually too much of whatever it brings. So those of you that are having squares and oppositions from that Jupiter, like I am, I have Saturn in Leo, 25, and Jupiter over there at 26 Taurus, square my Saturn, is affecting that planet. So if you have any Leo or Aquarius in your chart, late, you'll be getting Jupiter squares. And if you have Scorpio in your chart, you'll be getting the old famous Jupiter opposition. And usually, Jupiter will overblow or create a burnout situation or too much. You know, whereas it brings abundance with trines and sextiles, it, you overindulge and you overdo things and you overworry about things during the squares and oppositions of Jupiter. Now, let's take a look at Saturn real quick. Saturn is very different, because whereas Jupiter is an expansive planet, Saturn is a contracting planet, and because Saturn is the lord of karma, wherever it goes in our chart, like if you can pinpoint and focus where Capricorn is in your natal chart, then you will be able to focus on this particular type of karma that is going on in your life right now. Like my third house is Capricorn. Libra Rising have a third house Capricorn, which just so happens to be brothers and sisters. And I just happened to be into a major focus, a project with my sister this last year, major, major presentation, closer to my sister than I've ever been. There's been a little nervousness and a little shaking up there. But because Saturn is in my house of brothers and sisters, I have had to focus with my sister. And it's been an experience, although we've been getting along, even though it's been a major opposition in my chart, it's still been a very incredible experience. So... You can focus on that for sure by following what house Saturn's in. If you are getting Saturn trines or Saturn sextiles in your chart from Saturn moving through the sky, and once again, common elements are affected. So if you have early Virgo or Taurus in your chart, you will pick up trines from Saturn in Capricorn. And this usually will bring you elements affecting your success and your career and also tell you that you're finished with a certain period of suffering. Because Saturn is a planet that is a planet that can identify where the suffering occurs. When you have trines and sexuals, it usually means the suffering is over. On the other hand, if you are like me and you have early Cancer planets like my Venus, having a Saturn opposed Venus, or early Libra or Aries or early Capricorn, then you are having either the conjunction, the square, or the opposition transit from Saturn, which could last for a year or two. And this is where the construction takes place. Usually, we identify a certain karma, could be a health karma. Saturn sometimes requires a major detox or a major lifestyle change, an adjustment in the food we eat or needed exercise programs, maybe a health maintenance to the doctor, 
because Capricorn rules the skin and the bones, could be a karma transit affecting your skin and your bones, like arthritis, rheumatism. If you have early cardinals and you go skiing, you should wear a leg brace, (laughs) perhaps, because you may get injured there. And also, lots of skin flare-ups are happening. Talk to any dermatologist, and they'll tell you the past few months since Saturn's gone into Capricorn that nervousness, lots of dermatitis and eczema and psoriasis situations and all kinds of rashes, ooh, makes me itch just to think about it. (laughs) It's just all flaring up like crazy from this Capricorn transit. Usually... Saturn stays in a sign for two and a half years, but as far as affecting a certain planet in your chart from a long transit, like a square or an opposition, you can expect that transit to last for about nine months to a year. So usually if there is a problem in your life that you're being selfish with, or if there's a person in your life that's wrong for you, if there's something that's not being adjusted or constructed in your life because there's too much pain, then Saturn will usually alert you to this pain, identify and focus on it, and that way you're going to have to figure out what you need to do to get out, to get rid of that pain. So Saturn Saturn has a focus of pain, suffering, resolution, absolution, and growth after the suffering period. Oh, by the way, the inauguration is Friday. It will be during a Mercury retrograde, and it will also be during a Capricorn moon. Let's see, unless it happens in the, let's see, I'm sorry, excuse me, pardon me. It'll happen during a Cancer moon, and it will be probably a Sun Square Mars on that day too. So it looks good. You know, the President's being inaugurated right before the full moon on Saturday, so that's good. It's a waxing moon, and actually it's a Cancer moon, not void course, which is good. It is Mercury retrograde, so obviously Bush is going to have a few communication problems. Okay, let's jump to Uranus here. Uranus is another fascinating planet that has a much more intense and longer effect than Saturn because Uranus will stay in one sign for seven years. The effect from Uranus is unbelievable. I mean, Uranus's key word here is it's the awakener, whereas Neptune is the illuminator, Pluto is the transformer. Uranus will definitely slap you silly, knock you upside the head, and wake you up. Now, Uranus also epitomizes strange things like lightning bolts or like surprise attack or divorce. I remember when I saw one of my favorite movies, Body Double, which is a little gross. Maybe some people might not like that, but this guy comes home to his girlfriend during the day and he opens the door to find her making love with some other guy. And the look on her face is like totally urine. It's like, I didn't expect you to walk in here. His look is like, I didn't expect to find you here either. And Uranus, really, it does rule breaking up and divorce and shock experiences or accidents. So when you're having a long Uranus transit, especially if you are one of those people having the midlife crisis right now with Uranus and Cancer, you're having a Uranus, suppose Uranus in the coming years, if you're going to turn 40 in a couple years, right, or you're turning right now, you people, you know, obviously when you're having a Uranus transit, you want to be in a sober lifestyle. You know, it's it's tough enough to survive without an accident when you're sober, when you're driving around drunk. You know, no wonder there's mothers against drunk driving, right? Because all these guys and gals are having Uranus transit, and what's happening? People are dying. They're getting hurt. They're getting killed. Insurance rates are skyrocketing. A lot of this due to the drunken drivers and the high frequency of, of accidents that happen by people when they're stoned. And they're usually Uranus transits. And what happens when you have a Uranus transit? Let's say you do have Mars in Cancer, 
and you're having the Uranus oppose Mars for about two years, you could have five accidents. You know, did you ever go through a period when you had boom, bam, boom, bing, bomb, boom? It's like accident, ticket, breakup, divorce, cut your hand, cut your finger, cold, flu, pneumonia, virus. And you turn around and you go, what the hell's going on here? And you look in your chart and you see you're having a Uranus square moon or Uranus opposed Mars. So Uranus is a planet that is like you should be more guarded, more cautious, and much more alert. Because if you're not, then sometimes this is the instant karma planet where if you're bad, you get zapped real quick. It's like having an affair on your husband and boom, you get pregnant. <laughs> you know, not only did you have the affair, not only are you lying about it, but all of a sudden you're pregnant. Or having an affair on your husband and boom, you get AIDS or herpes or something else, right? So, you know, you don't think about this, but then you look at your and go, oh my God, I'm having a Uranus square Mars. I've got Mars and Aries here, Uranus is square it. And all of a sudden he comes home and, and I act like a lunatic and then he wants to hurt me, see? So Uranus is wonderful because it will wake you up and shake you up and remove all your bad habits and remove all your bad lifestyle traits and really mature you, make you grow up and make you be more alert and realistic about life. It shakes away the cobwebs and the dreams and the fantasies that a lot of us have and alerts us to real life. So like I say, a Uranus takes seven years to go through one sign, but a Uranus transit, and like I say, if you're having a Uranus trine or sextile, then you should be delivered abundance also in a sudden tidal wave effect. That is unless you hermitize yourself. But if, you know, a lot of people that have Uranus trine Venus that are investors or speculators could make a fortune during that transit. So I hope I survive to Uranus and Pisces trying my Venus, because by then I should be a millionaire if I want that, unless the world doesn't have money anymore by the year 2000, which it might may not. But anyway, <laughs> so Uranus is a real freak planet for sure. And like I say, if you're having squares and oppositions, this will remove your bad habits. If you have a bad habit of driving without your seatbelt on or driving drunk or stoned, or if you fall asleep at the wheel, or if you have a problem in your relationship, it's going to come out there's something wrong in the relationship and you're having a Uranus square or oppose your Venus or Mars or your moon, then the revelation is going to occur because you can't hide any karma. Karmically speaking, everything's going to be discovered one day. Everything's going to come out. You can't know secrets. The higher mind knows it all. And we're bouncing into the second half hour of Astrological Metaphysical Radio. Today's topic is called The Long Transits and Life Construction, Neptune and Pluto. Whoa, let me tell you about them, man. <laughs> Neptune can make you sick. Neptune is a very strange planet. It represents strange illness. It also represents delusion, the fog, deception. It also represents just illumination, spiritual awareness and growth, and psychic growth. And it just represents like Twilight Zone type things in life. Now, Neptune is a very strange planet, because if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, like if you're having a Neptune oppose Mars and you're a gay man, then you could get a dread disease. You see what I mean? Or Neptune oppose Venus, and you're a gay woman or a heterosexual man. Whenever you have these Neptune oppositions or squares, they can bring about strange illnesses, and because Neptune is in Capricorn, it affects the skin and bones. Because Neptune is Lord of Pisces, it affects your feet, and strange things that affect the feet, and because the feet, you know, foot reflexology, the feet control the entire life health system. So a lot of people are going through strange Neptunian health karma, and obviously, 
when we have a Neptune transit, we are being asked to stop dreaming, to be realistic, because a lot of us live our lives in a bubble, and Neptune really shatters the dream and produces the reality. It illuminates. It's like you're in a dark room and you're sitting there going, gosh, I'm so frightened, I'm so scared, I don't know what's going on, and then all of a sudden the light bulb goes on, Neptune illuminates, and you bingo, you're at Disneyland. You didn't even know it. It's like, hey, Farley, not you done the astrology hour, I'm going to Disneyland. But anyway, <laughs> the point is that Neptune is a very, very illuminating planet, and usually a lot of us live in this Willy Wonka-type lifestyle And oftentimes, we need to just make the change and let go of the dream. We chase after people that are wrong for us. We dream about being superstars and careers will never be. We actually set ourselves up for long-shot lotto-type experiences, which I'm not saying may not ever happen for all of you, because some of you may be having Neptune trines and sextals. And Neptune will bring you dreams will fulfill your dreams during the trines and sextal transits. But if you're having square opposition or inconjunct transits, then that's when the dream can be shattered, the deception revealed, the illusion lifted, and the illumination occurs, which eventually brings about tremendous soul growth and spiritual awareness. So that's going to be very fun. And also Pluto is another bugger that's fun because Pluto will cocoon you and force you to totally strip away whatever you are and rebuild something new. Pluto is the rebirth factor planet, and because Pluto is Lord of Scorpio, it usually does reconstruct things at intimate levels, levels at life and death, events concerning legacy, inheritances, taxes, life and death illness, or major struggle concerning ego or humility or hostility or violence. So having Pluto trines and sextals can bring you lots of joy and fun and love and romance and positive rebirth, but the squares and oppositions, wow, you are being asked to let go and lower that ego and to become more spiritual and embrace what is good for you and recognize what is not good for you. So those Pluto transits are powerful. Now you become aware that you're going to have a different effect from Sun transit, a Moon transit, Mercury, Venus, or Mars than you would from one of the outer planets. The outer planets will definitely lower the boom on you, and they take a much longer time to pass. Obviously, a a transit from Neptune or Pluto can take one or two years to pass. So you might as well figure out what the problem is and start that life construction to correct it. Because if you just hang out and keep that problem going, you don't want to be a hopeless drug addict during a long Uranus, Neptune, or Pluto transit, because you may end up in the hospital institutionalized or dead if you don't take care of that. So you're being asked to construct your life and be safe and be happy and get rid of these bad habits. Otherwise, you'll be out of the dimension. I want to make that clear to you. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to explain to you how life works. And it does work. I've proved it. I'm scientific about my astrology. And I've definitely come to grips with how the process works. And those long transits are the key to really being something very powerful and strong. So you're going to like that. 